Okay, good evening. We're going to begin now the Gemara. Saita Dafyud Gimel Amid Aleph, Perak Rishain. The line starts with Nivuasa, Yesef Zachet. It's like two the wide lines, the second line. The Mishnah says that Yesef uh, Zacha, Yesef was Zachet to bury his father. So the Gemara asks, Maishna Mikara, how come in the beginning, when the Pasuk describes how the Mitzurim went to go and bury Yaakov, the Pasuk says, first, Vayal Yosef Likber Es Aviv, at first Yosef went to bury his father, then the Pasuk says, Vayalu Ite Kol Avde Pare, and then all these servants went with Pare. Vahadar, so that's in Perek Nun Pasuk Zayin. In Pasuk Ches, the Pasuk says, Vechol Beis Yosef Ve'echov Ubeis Aviv, and then the Torah says, how the brothers also went up to bury Yaakov. How come when the Yidin, when the brothers and Yosef went back to Mitzrayim, when they came back from the burial, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk Yidal, it says, that Yosef went to Mitzrayim, him and his brothers, first it mentions his brothers, and then then it says, and then all the uh, the Mitzrayim went to bury uh, his father. So in other words, the question is, how come in the beginning does it first say that Yosef went up to bury his father and then the Mitzrayim? And then the next passage mentions the brothers. And then when the Torah mentions um, at the end, when they return from the Kfura, it says Yosef, the brothers, and then the Mitzrayim. So the Gemara answers and says, Amr Rabbi Yechlan, Rabbi Yechlan responds and says, in the beginning, until the Mitzrayim didn't see the honor of Bnei Yisrael, which the Gemara will explain, so the Mitzrayim didn't give the Yidin honor. So they didn't give the, the Shvatim honor. At the end, and then they saw the honor of the Yidin, they saw the honor of the brothers, so they also gave honor to the brothers. Now, the Pasuk says, in Pasuk Yud, it says, It says, and they came to Geiron. Geiron is like a, a threshing floor, a place where they thresh wheat, where they make wheat. And then it says, to the threshing floor where they have like thorns. Now, it doesn't make sense. Why would they bring? Why would the pasuk say they bring thorns to the threshing floor? That's the gemara asks. Does a threshing floor have uh, thorns in there? says. This teaches us that they surrounded with um, with uh, like with um, with ksarim with. Uh, Crowns, sorry, with crowns, they, they surrounded the crowns of Yaakov with a, the Oren of Yaakov with the crowns. Just like um, you have thorns that actually, a thorn of um, of a fence which which uh, protects the, the the fence, that protects the area, also they place their ksarin, uh, they place their crowns on the Oren of Yaakov. And Shabob, Bnei Esau, Bnei Bnei Keturah, because the children of Esav and Yishmael came, um, and they, like the Gemara is going to say, they protested against the Mara Samachbela.
So that's what it means that they gave honor, that they saw how much honor the Yidin were giving to the, the, the brothers were giving to the Arani Shalyakiv. Gemara says, Tana, was Tana Braisa, Kulam, all of them, in other words, Esav, Bnei Esav, Bnei Shmo, Bnei Ketura, the Mechoma Bo. They came to fight war, as the Marsha says, they came to protest against Yaakov bearing in the Mara Samach Pela. Kivan, Shiro, Kisur Shal Yosef, Talu Barini Shal Yaakov, once the Bnei Esav, Bnei Shmo, Bnei Ketura saw the crown of Yosef suspended on the Aaron of Yaakov, so they got very scared. And as the Mepharshim explained, what's the idea of putting a crown? Like it says, Nafla Teres Reishay, which means that, like we say in Eicha, Nafla Teres Reishaynu, when, when somebody, like the Masha explains, somebody great passes away, it's like the head has befallen from us. So by taking off the crown, that symbolizes that their head, the Rashbaha Yaakov, has now passed away. So what happened? Once they saw Yosef putting his crown there, not Lukulan, they took all of their crowns, and they placed it also on the Aaron of Yaakov. And um, as like the Mepharshim explained, in the beginning they came to protest against the Marasa Machpelah going to Yaakov. And then once they saw that Yosef, who they knew Yosef was the Ish Emes, and if Yosef is placing his crown there and allowing this, obviously Yosef knew that the Mechira really, the, the Marasa Machpelah, as the Gemara explained soon, really belongs to Yaakov. So the Bnei Yishmo, Bnei Ketura backed off, and the only one, as we're going to learn, who kept going was Esav. Tana was taught, there was 36 crowns that was placed on the Aaron of Yaakov. And as Rashi says, the first crown was Yosef, and as Rashi says, there was 12 from Yisri Yishmo, and this is the uh, picture I posted on the group, which was, which was uh, together, that's 13. And then you had 23 from Alufa Esav also placed their crown on the Aaron of Yaakov. Umar now continues to, to elaborate on the Kfur of Yaakov. It says that they eulogized uh, Yaakov and they cried very heavily for him. Tana was Tana Braisa. Afilu susim vafilu even horses and, and even the donkeys also cried for Yaakov's burial. Now, why do they cry? So it's brought down the Mepharshim, Mechsidus brings down as well, is because they knew that all the hashpa, all the nourishment they get, they got, they're getting from who? From Yaakov. So even the animals felt that the hashpa now is going to be diminished that Yaakov has passed on. So he says, Kivin once they came to the Marasamachpela, also Asaf come Akiv. So Asaf now was protesting. He wanted the, the spot in the Marasamachpela. Omar Lahan. So he said as follows: He said, Mamre Kiryas Arba, he chevron. In other words, why is it called Kiryas Arba? He knew because there's going to be four Zugais, four, four peers buried over there. Now, this is what Esav said. Now, comes along, like Rashi explains, and Yitzchak said, that there was four Zugais. Adam, Chava was one, Avram, Besar is two, Yitzchak and Rivka is three, and Yaakov, is four. That's who the Arba Zugais, that's who the Kiryas Arba is named after. Now, the Bryson continues, Iyu, 
Kavra Leleya Bidide. So Yaakov now buried Leah in his chalik. So the place, the last kvura, which is available, belongs to me. So Amr lay, so they told Bnei Yaakov, so the, I'm sorry, the Bnei Yaakov told Esav, Zabinte, you already sold your mechira, you sold your bechayr to Yaakov. By the Maisa with the Nezid Adashim, you basically sold, uh, saw your birthplace, and you sold also the uh, your birthright, and also you sold the place, the kvura, as uh, the Marsha brings down from the Medrash, that basically later on he took all the money from Lavan and he gave it to who? He gave it to Esav. What did he do? Why did he give it to him? Because he wanted to make sure that he has a place in the Mar Samachbela. So they told him that you already sold everything, you sold your right. So Esav said, Yes, you're right. I did sell the first Bechira, but Shitusa Mizabina, but did I sell my place of burial? So Amrlay, so Yaakov said, In, yes, you did sell it. Now, the Ksiv, because Yaakov told Yosef, with the caver that uh, that uh, the Pasuk says, the Kira means a lashon of selling. Why? Overseas, they call the word uh, for selling transaction, they call it Mechira. So, so they said, Esau said to them, if it's not true what you're saying, go and bring the Shtar Mechira that sold, bring, show, the, show actually the transaction in writing that I did this. So Amrlay, he told Esau, it's not with us, and it's an Eretz Mitzrayim. And who's going to go now and go and bring this Shtar? So they said, Nezel Naftali, the Kalil Bay Ayalta. Let's go and bring Naftali. Let Naftali go because he's swift like a like a like a like a deer. Exiv, as the Pasik says, Naftali Ayula Shlucha, Nesunimishafer, Naftali, who's swift like a deer, who speaks very nicely. Don't say he speaks nicely. Allah Imre Safer, that he's the one who's going to bring Naftali, who's swift like a like a deer, he's going to go and bring the safer from its rhyme. Then the Gemara says, Chushim Don, Chushim, who was the son of Don, Taman Haba. He was there. And he was hard of hearing. Literally means his, his, his ears were very heavy. So once he saw that Yaakov is not being buried right away, he said, My high, what's going on over here? They said, We cannot bury Esav is holding back Yaakov from burial until Naftali goes and brings the Shtar Mechira. That this chedek is really uh, Yaakov. So Amr Lahu, so Chushim said, Until Naftali comes from Mitzrayim, our father should lie in disgrace. So what happened? He took like a stick and Machi Aresha, he chopped, he like he knocked off Esav's head. What happened? That the eyes of Esav fell out and fell on. The feet of Yaakov. Yaakov opened up his eyes and he was smiling. And this is what Dovna Melech writes that the Tzadik is happy because he saw how, uh, how, how the Russian now gets punished. And that uh, moment, 
Rivka's nevuah is mekayim. Tixiv, as the pas, as Rivka said, Loma eshkol gam shneichem yemechod. Why should literally means what is? How does he translate eshkol? What? Berif. Why should? Why should I? Why should I be bereaved by two for one day? So, in other words, she prophesies that both of her kids are going to die in the same day. Like Mara says, and even though the Misa was not done in one day, however, their two kids, Yaakov and Esau, were actually buried on the same day. Now, the Rishonim ask, at the end of the day, what did she say? At the end of the day, they didn't, they didn't uh, actually die on the same day. Yaakov passed away, you know, doesn't say the date that he passed away, but he passed away a few weeks beforehand or whatever. So they want to say, so, some, so I saw a different pshat. And one pshat is that the way Rashi learns the Gemara, Tainus, famous Gemara, all the Lubavitchers knows, knows the Gemara, Yaakov bin Uloy And what does Rashi say? Rashi learns the that Yaakov didn't pass away. So when she said, Lama Eshkel, what happened? Yaakov really came to the Mara Samach alive. But he was really stuck there. That's where he, he's going to be. So when she said Lama Eshkel, why should why should the uh, she meant to say is that Yaakov and Esav are going to be in the same plot of the same day, but not not that Yaakov uh, Avinu not that they died the same day. Okay. Right in the Gemara, the Mishnah said that Yosef was to bury Yaakov his father. So the Gemara asks, Let's say that Yosef would not be involved in the kvur of his father. Would his brothers not be, not be involved? In other words, like Rashi explains, why did they like negate this uh, this oil for the for the covet of their father? Why why didn't they why weren't they be chayshish that they should be involved as well? And and not only that, the pasuk says, and the pasuk says that they, the children carried. Yaakov to Eretz Yisrael, and the Pasuk says, They buried him in the Maharas and So we see at the end of the day, the children were involved in Yaakov's burial. So how could they leave it only for Yasef that, uh, that Yasef should be involved? So Amro, the brother said, Let Yasef take care of, be involved in the burial of the father of Yaakov, because they wanted to give Yaakov Avinu the most honor possible. So they said, if Yesus is going to be involved in it, well, he's a melech, that will be more honorable for our father. Then the Mishnah said, who is greater than Yesus? That who was involved in Yesus' burial? How great was the mitzvah of, of the, how great mitzvahs are to Meshach Rabbeinu? What were the Eden being involved in and they left Mitzrayim is with the Bizas Mitzrayim that they, that they came and they asked please Klikesev Klizov and what was Meishur involved in? Who Meishur Avinu was involved in the Sasku Mitzvahs? He was involved in Mitzvahs. Shenemar as it says, Chachem Lev Yikach Mitzvahs. That a smart man, what does he take? He takes Mitzvahs. Bryson continues. Where did Meishur Avinu know where Yisuf was buried? Amru. So he said, Who's left over from that generation is Serach. Famous Serach, Serach Masosher. Halach Meisha Etzla. So Meisha went there. Amrullah said there. Klumati Das Heichen Yisuf covered. Do you know where Yisuf is buried? Amrullah. So she said. Orin Shamatechas Asu Mitzrim. The Mitzrim made a 
a, a coffin out of metal, uquo sanar, and they buried Yasef in the nar. Why? Because they wanted Yasef's brachas, and they made it out of metal so it should float. Maisha went and stood at the edge of the Nilus. Amru Loi. He said, Yasef, Yasef, Yasef. Now came the time that Hashem promised that He's going to redeem the Bnei Yisrael. And now came the time that you promised the Yidin that you, Yasef, are going to go out with the Yidin. So he says like this. He said, very simple. Yasef, if you're going to come out now, very good, Mutav, great. I'll take you with. And if not, we are dissolved from your Shavu. In other words, you promise that you're going to, like the Taz explains, you promise that you're going to go and go out with the Yidin. So if you're not going to keep your promise, we are absolved from uh, our promise. So what happened? So immediately, the Aaron of Yosef started to float. Now the Brisa continues. Don't ask how metal can float. Try to see if it says by Elisha, and he started crying and he said, And the Pasik says, whatever the story is over there by Elisha, by we see that the barzel actually floated. If Elisha, who was a student of Elio, Elio was a student of Meisha, Tzav Barzel Mepnei Meisha Rabbeinu, and Tzav Barzel Mepanav, Meisha Rabbeinu, Halachas Kam Vakam, Meisha Rabbeinu, who was the greatest, who was Elisha's teacher, it was Elio's teacher, Halachas Kam Vakam, for sure, um, a Oren could, could, could float for him as well. Rebnason Eimer, Rebnason says that the carbonate shomalachamaya that really yes it was like it, it was there was a section a very uh, distinguished section of kvaris of malachim and that's where yes was buried shomalachamaya cover so he went over there and omar he said yesef he told him now is the time for you to come out if you're going to show me where you are, then mutav great. If not, then we are absolved from your sin, from your from your promise. What happened at that time? So the Aaron of Yosef started to shake, and that's how Moshe Rabbeinu knew which one Yosef was. I told him Moshe, if you So Moshe now brought Moshe took to the Aaron. And all those years, there were all the years that the Yidden were in the desert, there was two, there was like two boxes. One box was Echad Shomais, one of Yasef, and Echad Shoshina, one of the Shina, which is, of course, the Orin, which had the Luchas Abris. And they were going next to each other. They were in, uh, like, like the Marsha says, they were in Machne Levia. They were, they were next to each other. Now, they said, Why is it that these two Arenis, the Aren of, of Yasef and the Aren of the Shechina, the, the, the Luches, why are they next to each other? Amros, the Yidin said, Why is it that the Mace and the Shechina are going together? 
Amru. So they said, turn over to Yud Gimel Amid Beis. They said, Kayim Zeh, that Yosef was Mekayim, everything that the Luches had. Now, Rashi explains, doesn't say Bariches, but we'll explain exactly what the Rashi means. Rashi brings a Mechilta and says that Yosef was Mekayim, everything that was Naser Sadibris. And he explains. In Naser Sadibris, the first part is Anechi Hashem Alekecha. Where do we see that Yosef was Mekayim that? Because he said, Hasachas Alekim Oni. So we see that he was Mekayim, uh, believing in Hashem. That he believed that everything is from Hashem. The next is You should not have any other gods, which means that you have to have Yiras uh, Hashem. And Yes was Mekayimun, like he said, Then it says, You shouldn't swear falsely. And we know Yesav, when he had to swear falsely, what did he say? That whenever he had to swear falsely, he swore in Pari's names. Then um, the Pusik said, How do we know he kept Shabbos? Because Yesus said, which that alludes to Shabbos. Yesus was Mechabed's father, and he, and he, he heard um, the voice of his brothers. And even though he knew that his brothers wanted to, to murder him, he, he, um, he was Mechabed, and he did what his father told him, Go to Dason and, and do what you have to do. Then um, the 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 Sarah was like Tirzach. Yosef was made sure not to kill Petifar, even though he had the Kaychas too after what Petifar and Petifar's wife after Petifar's wife, what she did to him. Then the Pasik says, Lay Sinaif, Lay Sinaf, Yosef was not Nikshon Ashes Petifar. Lay Tignaif, Yosef made sure not to steal from the Mitzrayim. He could have went ahead in that time and take everything, but he was very Straight, and he said, "You give me the food, and I'll sell you. Uh, you give me the land, and I'll sell you food." Um, then Rashi brings down, and the, the, the Mechilta brings down that Leisana Berecha ate Shaker. Yosef did not tell his, fa- his brother Yaakov, his father Yaakov, what happened, what his brothers did to him. Now he could have told the truth, and uh, but he didn't want to embarrass his brothers. So if he didn't, if he was he shied away from the truth. Kol Shikain, in regards to Eidah Sheker, he didn't say. Okay, in, in that, there's Machlek is exactly which one, but that's the simple Mechilta. These are the places where we see Yosef was Mekayim, the, what the Oren, what the Oren, uh, what the uh, Sarsa Debris are. Okay. The Mishnah now continues in regards to the Atmos Yosef. The Gemara says, V'yilai Asuk Be'Meshef, Meshef would not be involved in the um, burial you saw Le'ev would the Yidin not be involved in it? So after Moshe passed away in Avers Me'ev, the Yidin were involved in Atmos Yosef and they brought it to the Yarden. So what do we see from here? That, the, that, they, that they wanted to be Mekai in the Shua. So how could they let Moshe Rabbeinu be involved in it? Why didn't they take a, a chedek in the midst of the Chathchila? And even more so, the question is, after Meshur Rabbeinu passed away, what does it say? Eloi Osik be Yisrael, if the Yidin wouldn't be involved in Meshur Rabbeinu's Kura, one of Lehev Askebe, would Yosef's uh, children not be involved in his burial? But the Pasuk says, by you, that Shechem, Chelkas, the Sada, the Bnei Yisrael and Achla went to Yosef's children. So we see that uh, that Yosef's children were very precious to Yosef, and Yosef was precious to him. 
So how could they leave it only to, how could the Yidin leave it to Maisha, and how could Yesus' children leave it to the Yidin? So Amru said, they said like this, the children of Yesus said, that let the Yidin be involved in our father Yesus' burial, because it's better to have a lot than to have a lot of people than a little people. The Su Amru, then the Yidin said, in the times of Meisha, Hanichu Lai, leave Yosef, Kvaydi Bigdalem, that let Yosef and deal with Yosef Maktanim. It's greater for Meisha Rabbeinu to be involved with Yosef than to us. Okay, then the, the Pasuk says, as Atzmus Yosef Kovru Bishchem, that they buried Yosef in Shechem. Umar asks, Meishna Shechem, why Dafke was Yosef buried in Shechem? This is where the brothers stole Yosef, as the Pasuk says, this is where he was stolen. And it's befitting for Shechem to be returned, for Yesu to be returned in Shechem. The Gemara says, You have a, a steer in Psukim. One Pasuk says, That Meishu Rabbeinu himself took the bones of Yesu from Mitzrayim, and nobody else was involved. Uksiv and another pasuk in Yeshaya says, "Ves Atzmas Yosef Asher Helu, who brought up the Atzmas of Yosef, was Helu Bnei Yisrael." It's mashma that the Eden brought it up. So Amr Rabbi Chama Rabbi Chanina, Kol Garmu. Anybody who is not involved, anybody who starts something but doesn't starts a mitzvah but doesn't finish the mitzvah, Ba'achar Ukmara, and somebody else comes and concludes it. Malav Akasov Al Shigmaru Kila. So it's like it, the, the Torah gives uh, credit to the one who actually. Uh, completes it. That's the famous expression, mitzvah nikras al shem gaimrim. Rabbi Lazar says, Af, not only if somebody starts a mitzvah but doesn't finish it, does um, does he not get the credit, but also, we take him away from his gula. Like it says, and at that time, Yehuda was brought down. And like the, uh, the Masha explains that. Uh, the Torah didn't have to tell me clearly that Yehuda went down, because we already know that. Uh, so, so what do you see from here that Yehuda was married Migdalasi? Why? Because he started speaking to save Yosef, and he says, and they would have listened to him, but he didn't actually save him uh, he, because they sold him to the Ishmaelim. So he started something; he, he didn't finish something. So what happened? They brought him down. Okay. If somebody starts something but doesn't complete it, also he's kaver ishtei ubanav. That he had to bury his wife and his children because he started something but he didn't actually complete it. Okay. So the Mepharshim asked also, L'chayda, Meish Rabbeinu was oinus, you know, Mele Yehuda, it's one thing, but Meish Rabbeinu was oinus here. He, was, he wasn't allowed in Eretz Yisrael. So what, what exactly did he want from him? Okay, there's a lot of Mepharshim. Deal with it. Let's, uh, let's finish, and then if we have time, we'll speak about it. Okay. Omar Rabbi Chama, where am I? Rabbi Eliezer, Omar Rabbi Yehuda. Omar Yehuda Merav, Yesef Why was Yesef called Atzmeis in his life? Because he said, the Yosef said in his life, because he did not protest the honor of his father. The Kaamrile, his brother said, Avdacha Avinu, your servant, our father, 
And, and Yosef didn't say anything. He liked it. He didn't say anything. So because he was not Micha Kveid Aviv, that's why he's called, at some he's called Bones. Yesu was supposed to live till 120. Why did he die at 110? Why did he die before all of his brothers? Because he accustomed himself to, to uh, Rabbanus. Right? The same precover is the snow as Rabbanus. Okay. Um, the Gemara now says, but Yesu hurled Mitzrayim. Yesu was brought down to Mitzrayim. It says that uh, by Yehuda, um, it says that um, Yehuda Mitzrayim. Yehuda was brought down to Mitzrayim. Remember Lazar, Al Tikri Yehuda. Don't read that he was brought down. Ella Hayrid. What does it mean? He brought down. Shahirid It's Tagnine Parim Megulasin. That Yehuda, when he was, when he interpreted the dreams, he brought down. He brought down the stargazers. He he just he made he made them look like fools. Uh, after he interpreted Pari's dream, so he brought them down from the Gedula. Okay, then the Bible says, and Sri's Pari, the Petifer Sri's Pari bought Yosef. Amar Rav, Rav says, he brought him, he bought him, because Yosef was very handsome, and he brought him to, for Mishkav Zacher, for homosexuality. So what happened was, is Gavriel now castrated him. Um, in the beginning, it says Petifar. It will say what it says Petifera. Which what is Petifera means that he became Perua, that he became castrated. Okay, then the Bosik says, the Mishnah said, Milano Godomi Mesha, that who was involved in Mesha in his burial? This was the Abishter himself. As the Bosik says, Now, when uh, before Mesha Rabbeinu passed away, so, the Gemara, so now the Gemara is going to bring different drushes. That uh, Moshe Rabbeinu asked Abishter to go into Eretz Yisrael. Ravlach. So Hashem said, Ravlach. And the Pesach says, Ravlach, Al Tesif, Dabre Eli Eid Badavrazek, Eli Savras Yadinazek. He told him, Ravlach, don't, don't, don't speak anymore. So now the the word Ravlach is extra. He should have said it. Abishter should have just told him, Al Tesif, Dabre Eli. Why does he say Ravlach? So Omer, uh, Rabbi Levi, Levi says, Berav Biser. With the word Rav, he told, and the words Rav, he was told. What does that mean? What did he tell? He said the words Rav Lachem. In other words, he, he, he shouldn't, like the Mephashim has explained, he shouldn't have told, even though was wrong, he shouldn't have used this Lashon of, oh, Rav Lachem, too much, you have too much. Rav Lachem and Elevi. What does it mean, that Rav Lach, in other words, since he was he he, he rebuked Meisha Meisha rebuked Kerech and in the way of Rab Lachem, so he was punished that the Abishter like uh, was Messiah of his tefillah, and he answered Rab Lach that the Abishter basically, as we know, that the Abishter is medaktik with tzaddikim techuta saira, and he was kineg and he was punished mida kineged mida. Another explanation. Rab Lach, what does it mean Rab Lach? Rab Yesh Lach. Um, that you have, that you didn't have another Rav. And who's that? Umanu, who's that? That's Yeshua. That's Yeshua. Dovrachar, third explanation, Rav Lach, people shouldn't say, Harav, the Abishter, Kama Kosher. How difficult he is. He, he doesn't even want to listen to what Mesha is saying. The Talmud, Kama servant, and how much, uh, and how big of an action is the student. Now, the Gemara says, Vakokach Lama, 
Why was he punished? The famous thing, the fum gamla shichna. Based on the camel's load, that's uh, that's what he can handle. So basically, based on the camel is the burden. In other words, the person is judged in accordance with his stature. And therefore, a tzaddik's individual, this tzaddik will be, the Meshavenu, will be punished greatly due to any sin that he committed. Then the Basik said, Basik says that Meshav said to the Jewish people that I am a hundred and twenty years old this day. Now, the Basik says, doesn't have to say this day. So, so why does it say, why does the Basik have to say, so the Torah did not have to say the word this day. Meisha, why do you say it? That this day my days and years have been completed. In other words, that he's mamish 120 exact. This teaches us that the Abishter completes the years of a tzaddik from day to day and from month to month, as is written, as misbar the number of your days I will fill. Now, then Meisha said, I can no longer go out and come in. My lotsis velove. What does the Pasuk mean by saying, go out and come in? If you want to say that Maisha physically couldn't come in and go out, Pasuk says Maisha was 120 years old when he died. And it says that Maisha went up from the from, from the plains of Maya to Harnavoy. Matanya, the Bryce says, there was the, the Bryce says that there were 12 steps to go up to the mountain of Harnavoy. And Meisha was so healthy, Meisha stepped over them in one step. So he was physically healthy, his strength was, was just fine. Amar, okay, Amar, Shmuel, Barachimene, Amar, Rabbi Yenison, Lotzis, what does it mean, Lotzis, Velove? Lotzis, Velove, Bidir, Tera, means that he could not, no longer go out and come with the words of Tera. Melamish, Nistaimu, Mimenu, Shari, Chachma, it teaches us that the gates of wisdom were closed off for him. Ayedach, Meisha, Yeshua, Vesuatsu, Vayomayit, now, the Pasuk says that when Yeshua was appointed to be the successor of Mesha, it says Mesha and Yeshua went and presented themselves to oil maid. Tana Oisa Shabbos shall dioi zuga oisa. The Bryce says that that Shabbos when Mesha died was like a day of two peers. Two, in other words, Mesha and Yeshua served together. So authority was taken away from Mesha. Nitlazem was given to who? Given to Yeshua. If not for a, a beferish pasik, one could not say what's written in regard to Meshem in his death. Where did Meshem die? So it says, in the portion of Reuven. As it says, and Meshem went up from Harnevoy. Where's Nevoy? This is in Reuven's chedek. Says and the children of Reuven built and Nevoi. Nevoi, the name was Nevoi mean. There three prophets died. Who? Meshav Aaron and Miriam. Sure continues. So Meshav passed away in, in the Chedek of Reuven. Where is Meshav buried? In the portion of God. As it says, and he chose a first part for himself. And how much is the distance from the from the portion of Reuven to the portion of God? This is four mil. So these four mil from Hanavoy to from Reuven to the burial place of of uh, of God. 
who transported Moshe Rabbeinu. The Pasuk says that this teaches us that Moshe was lying in the wings of the Shechina. And Moshe was carried by the Ebishter himself. And the Malchah Asharis were saying that he executed the righteousness of Hashem and his ordinance with Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Hashem said Hashem said who will rise up for me against the evildoers who will stand for me against the workers of oven. In other words Hashem asked who will now defend the Jewish people against its accusers. The idea that Hashem himself transported Moshe to his burial could not have been said if the Pasuk would not say it clearly. Now Ushmul Amar Shmuel says that Hashem was saying who is the wise man and who knows the interpretation of Dover of this thing? So basically, he was referring to the greatness of Mesha, who was able to make compromises between Hashem and, and that's Pesher, Mlashim Shara. He was able to do compromises. says that Hashem was saying, Wisdom, where can it be found? Nachman says that Hashem was saying, and Mesha, the servant, died over there. Smalyan Omar, Meisha, the great scribe of Israel, died over there. Tanya, Rebelazar Agadol Imer. Was Tanya Abraiz, Rebelazar Agadol said, that over the area of 12 mil by 12 mil, which is equivalent to the size of Machne Yisrael, Baskel Mashmiyav Imer, a Baskel proclaimed and said, Ayamas Meisha Safra Rabbi Yisrael, and Meisha, the great scribe of Israel, died. Some people say, Meisha never died. So it says, and he was there with Hashem. So first it says that Meisha, the servant, died there. It's written, and he was there with Hashem for 40 days and 40 nights. So Mala, so just like just like when he was in Shemaya, just as there he was standing and serving before Hashem, Afkan even the Mishamish, so too now when he, in other words, when he passed away, he was standing and serving before Hashem. Then the Basik says, and he buried him in the valley in the land of Mayev, over against Simon. That the Pasik provides a sign within a size, a very precise description of the location of his burial. And nevertheless, nobody knows where Mesh Rabbeinu is buried. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that